Stand by for action. Thanks for joining me. My name is Dave Milner. I am the Unpleasant Blind Guy, and I want to welcome you to part two of this episode of the Unpleasant Blind Guy on EDL Radio. Now remember, if you want to contact me with comments, questions, show suggestions, awesome American suggestions, I'm available at UBG Contact on Twitter, or I can also be found as Dave Milner or Agador, that's A-G-G-E-D-O-R, on Mublet, the Tea Party Community, Spreely, Mines, MeWe, or Gab. Now let's begin. And welcome back to well, the English Events League Radio that, Show. That sums it up when the EU said uh, something about, uh, you know, that they, that it's not their fault. Uh, basically, we've got to blame the EU, haven't we, Dave? Because they're the ones who like their own borders. You know, and now <laughs> exactly. they're complaining about what's going on. Um, they've created, once again, Dave, the EU. I'm so glad that we're out of it. But this is still our problem as well, because they get through the Greek borders oh, yeah. and, and they flood the country, then it's onward and forward. And, and of course, uh-huh. the British, uh, the United Kingdom, uh, will suffer uh, a very similar fate to what Greece is uh, trying to hold back at the moment. But who do we blame in the end? Why did we want to get free ourselves from the EU? Because of this situation. We knew Erdogan was going to do this. He promises it last year, didn't he? If, if, if you don't abide to my rules, I'm going to unleash millions and millions of these people. Didn't he not say that last year, Dave? It's been a year ago well, he told us that. Well, in, in, so, in the usual... Go ahead, Jeff, please. No, 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 continue, please, Dave. All right, well, it's the usual thing, man. It's the usual thing with these people. What what did they do? They gave they gave Erdogan money, and they basically tried to bribe him into keeping these people back. And, and I mean, come on. Uh, it, it has to be said, I'm sorry if anybody gets offended, okay, but, hey, it's, it's, it's real, and we have plenty of examples of it. You do not, you know, you can't trust a Mohammedan. You can't trust a Muslim. They will not keep their word when when they give their word, unless it has to do with jihad, and then they'll damn well keep their word, just like Jeff just got the through saying it. Okay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean they'll 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 do the takia all over you. Now, uh, someone who pointed out about takia is uh, Jan Rennie, who's is a uh, she's a team member. She isn't here often, but uh, the stuff she gives us is choice. And, Jeff, um, I've got one here that she gave us. The story you guys just heard was from four days ago. It was from the 4th. Okay, now the next day, this is one that Jan sent uh, me from uh, the next day, and uh, it's from the Voice of Europe. Now, is this just all of these migrants, quote-unquote, um, trying to get through the border by themselves? No. They're having a little bit of help. Okay, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to try and read this story. Here's the headline. Turkish regime deploys 1,000 special forces to Greek border to stop migrants from going back to Turkey. All right? Yeah, special forces. And and I can tell you guys, uh, a lot of times these special forces troops will cross-train, or they have cross-trained in the past with Americans, with special forces from the U.K., right? 
you know, like, like the SAS and the SBS and people like that. These guys are well-equipped. They're well-trained. They're, they're not just regular Army. Uh, these guys are rough and tough. And now I'm going to start reading the story here, Jeff. The Turkish regime says that it will be deploying 1,000 police, quote-unquote police, to its border with Greece to stop migrants from turning around and heading back towards Turkey. <laughs> so they're just, they're just bottling them there at that border. But anyway, Turkey's interior minister, Suleyman Soylu, announced Thursday that the Erdogan regime is deploying 1,000 special police forces to stop thousands upon thousands of migrants from making their way back to Turkish territory, Reuters reports. Okay, so guys, if, if you're um, hearing this from me and, and I say it's from the voice of Europe and you go, oh, well, that's no good. No, this comes, this comes from Reuters, all right? In a brazen attempt to take the moral high ground in a dangerous situation that Turkey itself initiated, as Jeff said, the interior minister claimed that 164 migrants had been wounded by Greek authorities, something that the Greek authorities would surely contest. They wounded 164 people. They tried to push 4,900 people back to Turkey, Soylu said. We are deploying 1,000 special forces police to the border system to prevent the pushback. As Voice of Europe reported on an earlier video surfaced on Wednesday morning, which appears to show Turkish police firing tear gas toward the Greek side of the border, near the Evros River, not far from the village of Castanis. All right, that's how I'm going to pronounce that. Other there videos video have... There is showing that somewhere, Dave. I can't remember where I saw it. Well, no, it's on YouTube somewhere, just to, just to let our listeners know. It's on YouTube, guys, if you, you want to check out the confrontation between the, uh, the Turks and the Greek guards there. So... It's out there, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, Dave. I, I continue. Other vehicle, other videos have surfaced in the media, which seem to depict Turkish police and military forcing migrants to head to the Greek border. So basically, guys, what's going on is the uh, the Turkish the Turkish army and Turkish special forces police are hurting these people towards the Greek border. Days ago, Greece's Deputy Defense Minister, Mr. Stefanis, I'm not going to try and pronounce that first name, announced that the migrants who gathered at the Greek-Turkish border, most of whom are fighting age men, uh, again, this is something we've always known, made around 9,600 attempts to illegally enter Greece. All attempts were thwarted by Greek security forces. Right. The original crisis at the, the original crisis at the Greek-Turkish border was initiated by the Turkish regime one week ago, when it made good on its promise to, as Jeff said, quote, open the gates and quote and quote flood end quote Europe with the 3.6 million migrants they had been housing up until this point. Turkish regime leader Erdogan 
had been threatening to do so since last fall. All right, and this, by the way, was by uh, was by Arthur Lyons. Okay, so um, and you can uh, follow him on Twitter. So there, Jeff, there you go. There's the story. Your comments. Yeah, my, my comment is, uh, is like I said, we we knew he was going to do it. Uh, he didn't get the money that he, he was expecting, so of course he decided to um, to open the uh, or try to open his side up and to flood uh, Greeks' borders. Um, unfortunately for them, the Greeks are not going to stand by uh, and and allow this situation, as you said. They've tried time and time again to cross, and they've been pushed back. Um, and that's the way it will be. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, good on the Greeks. Good on the Greeks. Uh, you, know, the, you know, what they're up against. They're up against the Turks. When they say it's there. They actually say they're police officers. <laughs> police officers. Yeah, right. Uh, as if we believe that. And not forget, a lot of those guys, as I say, that's trying to cross the borders, what do you think they've been doing while they've been waiting patiently in the background over on the Turkish border? You know what? It is my belief that they've been trained up to do exactly what they're doing. It seems that way, doesn't it, though? You know, sort of, show them, you know, the ropes and that, you know, maybe, you know, support with the Turkish military, show them this and that. Um, Nothing surprises me. It's very dark and nefarious what's going on. Uh, but um, a big salute to the Greeks for doing... I mean, they're protecting us all, you know. They they are standing there. And um, they have been provoked by the uh, the Turks, so we know that. And they pushed all these, uh, these so-called refugees onto a no-man's borderland. I mean, you think about that, Dave. I don't know how big this area is. It must be quite big. But, uh, and that is like, there must be an area uh, with the barbed wire, whatever, uh, and the, the other side is probably the same. And all these uh, people have been pushed over. What are they going to do? They can't go back. They can't go forward. What do you do in that situation? Um, uh, it's just, uh, I wonder what's going to happen next day. And, and I don't know why the Turks are doing this. They're having ever so extremely uh, big problems uh, in the Syrian war that they've created. Um, they're taking big casualties. And this is what's probably not getting out. They try to defend that we killed some Syrians. Uh, the numbers are speaking on the contrary to what they're saying. There's at least, a, we, I know this for a fact, at least 50 of these military was killed in an air raid. Uh, what we know this, it's out there. But there's a lot more than that. There's a lot more of them that's been killed. Why do you think they're rioting in the Turkish assembly? Why do you think they're going at one? Because they're taking a huge loss. And so he's continuing with the Greek side of things. So he's, what the hell's this man doing? You know, he can't win a war that's going on in Syria. His troops are getting wiped out, so why he's trying to start another war with the Greeks? Has he totally lost the plot, Dave? I back to you, mate. It's just I want to share that with our listeners out there, because the Turks are taking a real big hit. <laughs> you know, back to you, mate. 
Well, and that's some appreciated perspective, obviously, Jeff. And guys, we've got we've got more on this. Okay, uh, it doesn't just stop there. But I want to thank Jan for that story because that really opened yeah, thank up. You, Jack. Go yeah, a lot of eyes to this, uh, understanding that, no, this isn't an, an, what people will call an organic movement. There's there's nothing organic about this except the BS that the Turkish government is putting out about it. Now, this one here, Jeff, I have is from the 7th, all right? I've got an audio from the 7th, that's yesterday, and um, if you want to check the chat room just to be sure we don't need to welcome anybody new, all right? Yeah, I'm watching the boulders uh, here, Dave. Hang on, mate. Let's just see. Oh, we have got someone. We've got... <laughs> yeah, got we've got COGs join us. Good evening, COG. Good to see you. And he's saying no surrender ever. Uh, bless you, COG. Good to have you here, bruv. Just let you know, Dave. Yeah, he's, uh, he's joined us this evening. Thank you, COG. Back to you, Dave. Good, good. Yeah, all right, Cog. Uh, welcome, welcome. Cog's a good friend of ours. And, and look, guys, if you want to get into the... Uh, into the chat for the show, as I said earlier, uh, the English Defense League radio show is live Thursdays and Sundays. Uh, normally at, um, well, right now, since we're doing the stupid daylight savings time, and it'll be this way until the 29th, by the way, um, 4.30 p.m. Eastern in the United States. It's still 8.30 p.m. in the U.K. on Thursdays and Sundays. And just adjust that for Eastern time or whatever time zone you're in in the United States. All right. And you can go to blogtalkradio.com, search for English Defense League Radio at the top uh, search box there, the white one. And just follow the links. You'll get into the show. You're going to have to register with Blog Talk Radio to get into the chat and get in the chat. And Jeff will give you a wave just like he gave Cog a wave today. So we're going to continue with this here now. This is another one from Breitbart from yesterday, okay? And this one is just over two and a half minutes long. Ready, Jeff? Yeah, go for it, Doug. All right, you guys are listening to the English Defense League radio show. Here we go. Pictures, Greek border in flames as migrants keep trying to break through. By Jack Montgomery on March 7, 2020. Dramatic pictures and video are emerging of fires raging along the border between Greece and Turkey as migrants aided and even armed by the Turks, according to the Greeks, continued their efforts to force their way in. The European Union, including the United Kingdom, funneled billions of euros to the Islamist government in Ankara in an effort to persuade it to bring the migrant crisis under a modicum of control after hundreds of thousands of illegal border crossings, often by sea, in 2015-16. That deal unraveled at the end of February 2020 as Turkish President Reb Tayyip Erdogan announced migrants were free to pass through his country and into Europe, seemingly as punishment for the West's failure to offer sufficient support to his invasion of Syria, which has become fraught with danger as his forces clash with the Russian-backed Syrian government in Idlib province. Right now, let's be honest, the EU-Turkey agreement on migration is dead, said Greek Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis in an interview with CNN. And it's dead because Turkey has decided to completely violate the agreement because of what happened in Syria, he added. Prime Minister Mitsotakis accused the Turkish government of having systematically assisted, both at land and at sea, people in their effort to cross into Greece, but found that Europe is not going to be blackmailed over this problem by Turkey. Social media gives some indication of just how tense the situation on the Greek border has become, 
with video footage purporting to show Turkish police firing tear gas over the border at Greek police, in response to the Greeks firing tear gas at them. The Turks claim, and heavily armed soldiers from either country staring each down through border fencing as they patrol the frontier, just yards apart. The history of relations between the two countries has been far from easy. With Greeks having inhabited what is now the Turkish heartland for more than a thousand years before the Turks arrived there, and Greeks continuing to comprise a very substantial minority of Turkey's population right up until the 1920s, when a combination of war, genocide, and population exchange all but eliminated their presence. Turkey continues to menace its much smaller neighbor down to the present day, laying claim to a number of Greek islands and violating Greek airspace and territorial waters hundreds or even thousands of times every year. Follow Jack Montgomery on Twitter, at Jack Montgomery. Follow Breitbart London on Facebook, Breitbart London. And welcome back. Yeah, it's interesting because the thing that stands out uh, more so, Dave, is these so-called refugees. Listen to this, guys. It It went a bit quick. But I've known this, and, and most of you do, but they are armed. These refugees are armed. The Turks have given them guns. So the Greeks are defending their borders against armed refugees. And, 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 wait for it, the Turkish military. So that's what the Greeks are, are defending. So they're, they're not just up against any type of refugees who... You know, we see sad stories, these poor refugees. No, these are armed to the teeth. And the Greeks are doing a fantastic job at keeping the situation under control. As I said earlier, the Turks uh, should really concern themselves with what's going on in Syria because they're getting their asses handed to them. <laughs> you know, that is the situation. No wonder they're so, uh, the, 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 those in Parliament are kicking off because the casualties are a lot, lot more greater than what they're letting on to the, uh, to, to the populace, the, the people of the country. They really don't know. But we, we know that there's numbers in thousands of them that have been killed. So think about it. Uh, think about what we're seeing. This is, uh, once again, Erdogan, what the hell are you doing? I'm going to pass it back to you, Dave. Your, your thoughts on this, Dave. What is he getting himself in? It's not going to end up very happy for him, is it? Let's be honest. Uh, Jeff, um, if if you look at it, um, this it almost sounds like he wants there to be a war with, with Greece. I mean, it, they they alluded to it in the article, and it and it certainly is worth mentioning because because Greece and Turkey have have gone at it before, as some of us remember from the 1970s, uh, with the whole with the whole Cyprus uh, thing and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there's really really uh, something yeah, else there. His uncle was killed fighting against the Turks. Mm-hmm. You know, my dear friend Andy, what I've told you about, his uh, his uncle was killed during the during the struggle against the Turks when the Turks was invading. So, that, as you say, that was back in the 70s. So, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we all know, don't we, mate? We all know. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, the, the, you know, there is there is a lot of bad blood between those two countries. And this could very well be, uh, this could very well be Erdogan's way of doing a few things. Number one, um, getting a bunch of Mohammedans into 
Europe, uh, forwarding the Mohammedan cause. Okay, that you know, do that, and he can boost popularity for himself at home by going at the Greeks. Okay, because as I say, there's a lot of bad blood between the two peoples. All right, the people in some of the people in Turkey obviously don't like what Erdogan is doing. Okay, but they they do like it when Turkey beats up on the Greeks. So you've got that going on as well. And I think honestly, I think they're they're not too far away from just straight up war down there. Now we did not have time to get a recording of this one, but I did want to pass along today and see what new news there was because I knew there would be something. All right, and did and I did find something again. This again is from Breitbart. And this will show you. Um, this uh, story from Breitbart today. This will show you that um, the uh, the Turks are using a advanced technology now, not just not just special forces, police, and people like that, uh, to make some of uh, to, to stir the situation up on the Greek border. Um, this uh, guys want to go looking for it. Uh, and again, it was just out today. Reports: Turkish police use drones. All right to organize tear gas attacks on Greek border guards. Now, I don't know if the migrants have been supplied with guns, but they have been supplied with tear gas, and there are pictures of them using tear gas. Okay, and this story, by the way, guys, again, they what I'm looking for is... Well, right. I've heard in that <clears throat> report that they was armed, so as far as I can see, yeah, there, there might not be a, a lot of them, but they, some of them have been armed, and that, that was talked about in the last... Last segment we played from Breitbart, Dave. Thank you, mate. Uh, yeah, they did. It did say they were armed, but not with guns. So you know, I, I want to be just 100% crystal clear. This story, by the way, is by Kurt Zendelka again, uh, and it's dated today. So guys, if you want to go looking for this, I'm going to read a small bit of it. Okay, Turkish police use drones to organize attacks against Greek security forces tasked with protecting the nation's borders from thousands of migrants attempting to illegally cross into the country, according to reports. On Friday, Greek security forces were bombarded with smoke bombs and tear gas fired from the Turkish side of the border at the uh, Kastanais checkpoint on the Evros River. It is now alleged that Turkish police used drones to coordinate the onslaught upon Greek security forces. During the attack, members of the Turkish police force were seen handing out wire cutters to migrants to help them cut through the border fence, separating the two countries, according to the Greek reporter. Okay, all right, now we're going to read one more little bit here. The escalation in violence at the border follows the decision by the Islamist president of Turkey, Mr. Erdogan, to, quote, open the gates, end quote, to migrants attempting to enter Europe. Okay, and there's this, probably a bit more you guys can uh, can get a bit more of that uh, from there, but uh, that is the latest. And I would just say, guys, just keep watching the news regarding this because there will be there's there's going to be a lot more to this before it's over I can guarantee and it's that's going to have 
repercussions in Europe. It's going to have repercussions in the U.K. And, yeah, Americans don't think we're not going to hear about some of it as well because some of them are going to make it here. Okay, so, um, guys, don't don't think this is just some Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Don't think this is something that's just happening. Yeah, yeah. Don't think this is something that's just happening over there because it's not. Well, Jeff, it is um, 22 after if you want to call back in. All right. Yeah, I just want to, before I do call back in, I just want to let you know COG's uh, uh, making a few remarks. So I just want to just pass on a few things that COG's uh, 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 saying. Um, the first thing he says is CNN is fake news. Um, he goes on to say Breitbart is pretty reliable, it seems. And I, I, I agreed with uh, COG, uh, bro. So just to let you know, he's been making a couple of comments there. Uh, and it is very reliable. We, we do, I've got to admit, uh, COG, uh, we do like Breitbart because uh, the stories, um, uh, it makes it it's easier for us uh, because the story's there and it's already, there's an audio, so we can play the audio so everybody can get a, a true sense and the feel of, of the story. Uh, not every time, but most of the time. So there you go, um, and I agree with you. Uh, Breitbart is good, and we love it, don't we, Dave? We love Breitbart. All right, we do, Jeff. And as, uh, as Jeff calls back in, yeah, um, guys, um, yeah, Breitbart is a fairly good source for news. And, and this is this is the thing. Okay, um, there are there are news agencies and aggregators that you can go to to find out some fairly good news. Um, uh, aggregator, by the way, is a um, is an organization that will pick and choose from various news agencies and put the stories out there. Some of them are really good. One of them, that a lot of people don't know about, is is Memory. It's the Middle East Media Research Institute uh, guys. That when you go there. Look at stuff, you know, uh, just wear a helmet because you don't want to make a mess when it blows your mind, all the stuff that's on there. Um, A good one for the United States is uh, Campus Reform. And, of course, Breitbart does two things. They they aggregate, and they also report themselves. So you, you get the sense of two things there. And other people, other places where you can find some good experience reporting is, of course, SHR Media. That is one of the networks that the Unpleasant Blind Guy, my show, is on, okay? And you can also get good stuff from the Western Free Radio Network and, of course, the Exceptional Conservative Network, okay? Um, go to all those places, and I guarantee you're going to get uh, you're gonna get good, uh, reliable news. News has been checked out. Um, you know, when whenever I did my Unpleasant Blind Guy show, it's not just helping Jeff, um, but I always research everything heavily. Okay, and, and that's the difference between us and the fake stream media. They'll CNN, yeah. for instance, will see something and they'll go, "Ooh, how can this forward the democratic cause?" And they'll fake stuff up and all of this, and you can't rely on it. Uh, the coronavirus is just one really good example of that. Um, but you're, you're going to get good reporting, and, and you're going to get good reporting here on the English Defense League Radio Show as well. And, uh, Jeff, welcome also, back. I'd and, like um, to, Dave, I'd like to say also uh, we've got um, a, a great uh, a great network out there, which uh, I've often talked about. That's reimposed the Sunday Long Night. But also there's W, the World Broadcasting News, 324. 
um, is a great place to go uh, for conservative views. Things that we talk about all the time on these radio shows. So just to let you know, that operates 24-7. So just, um, I like to give a promote because there's so much of the fake new, the, the fake shows out there, like the CNNs and that. It's, it's good to promote the, the, you know, the great works of, of other great people, other great networks out there, Dave. And that's what we we will always promote, won't we, mate? Oh, I will always, anyway. <laughs> well, Jeff, if you look if you look at the um, at the ratings out there, okay, for things like CNN and stuff like that, they're falling down, okay, because people yeah. don't trust them. It, it, this is even, and that is it for this time. Next time, part three. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening, and may your God go with you. Goodbye. The Unpleasant Blind Guy is copyright 2020. Anno Domini. Now for Dave's Canes, extras that help you navigate the new media world. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Southern Sense is conservative talk with Annie, the radio chick you bellows as host and C.S. Bennett co-host. Informative, fun, irreverent, and politically incorrect. You never know where they'll go, but you'll love the journey. Annie is a top conservative host on Top Talk Radio and features some of the finest guests packed with important politicians and newsmakers. Listen every Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern, noon to 3 Pacific, on the SHR Media Network. Remember, Southern Sense is Common Sense. It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it. From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts, and ridicule. The Lid Radio Show, featuring the conservative voice from the People's Republic of New York. The Lid himself, Jeff Dummett. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com and Lid Radio. We fight for the truth, justice, and a good kosher T-bone. If you don't listen, Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her house coat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnitz. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Good evening. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show is featured on the SHR Media Network every Tuesday and Thursday night for two hours at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific.
whilst manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists. BZ continues to radically change the world of leftists, one diaper at a time. Stop balancing your checkbooks. Stop cleaning your fish tanks. The Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show is your magnet for truth, justice, obesity, a darkened studio, and late-night freedom. No United States of America freedoms were abridged in the making of this ad. This is Shannon Wright. And this is Michael Wright. Reminding you to listen to The Right Way with Shannon and Mike. Every Monday through Thursday. 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on SHRmedia.com. Join me, Jack Alexander, for the Jack Alexander Experiment podcast as I take a unique outsider's look at the issues affecting the USA. I fearlessly take on the issues that everyone else is too scared to touch. The Jack Alexander Experiment podcast is available wherever good podcasts can be found like Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. The Jack Alexander Experiment, because it's not a matter of left versus right, it's a matter of right versus wrong. After six years covering terror and corruption, the unpleasant blind guy is making a change. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker and YouTube through SHR Media and on the Western Free Radio Network as I team up with Jeff Mitchell, host of the English Defense League radio show on blogtalkradio.com. Check show pages for airtimes. It's the unpleasant blind guy. On EDL Radio, there's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant. Featuring the effervescent contrarian Sackheads Clint, plus the unrestrained bulbosity of BZ, the Sackheads Against Tyranny is a real chat show. Doubling your late-night conservative talk show pleasure with double the hosts, you can listen every Wednesday night at 8pm Pacific, 11pm Eastern. Please note, some contents may have settled during shipping. Member FDIC, batteries not included, warranty voided Montenegro. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. The dream deferred is real. You've been waiting for the Exceptional Conservative Network, and now it's here. Go to theexceptionalconservativeshow.com. Tune in and get the best in urban conservative talk. Stop dreaming. It's real. It's real. 